It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big weekend of league and cup action. Rangers can stretch their lead to 23 points by seeing off rejuvenated Ross County. Derek out, said one Pitodri banner this week, but McInnes welcomes Alexander Mullerwell this afternoon. Later, it's St Johnson Hibbs and tomorrow Livy St Mirren for a place in the League Cup final. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me this afternoon, Alex Ray, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well a big day for Stephen Gerrard Gordon With 150 games under his belt In that time it's been a mixed bag A hard couple of years But it looks like legendary status awaits him This season What a turnaround it's been In a year for him When he faces Ross County Later on today But the big tongue point this week Is the semi-finals of the Cup St John's and Hibs to come later Livy St Mirren tomorrow Thoroughly looking forward to it yeah, as uh, Mark said, they're a big day for Stephen Gerrard and Rangers, never one concerned. Uh, but if you look at the opponents of Rangers and Aberdeen today, it's a big day for them because they're down there fighting relegation. Ross County under John Hughes, uh, going very well since he went in. Going to R- Rangers today, can he get any points at all? I don't think he possibly can. And then Motherwell under new management as well, try to get out of this relegation battle. They got to Petordu looking for a result. A positive start, two draws. So um, Graham Alexander will be looking for something this afternoon, Gordon, and then it'll be on to the semi-finals. I think we've got a cracker, St. Johnston Hibs tonight. Yeah, a lot of important football today. I think the semi-finals will take care of itself later on, Gordon. You've got Rangers who can extend their lead. Aberdeen trying to gain a secure third spot and you've got Hearts also trying to get back into the top flight. Really looking forward to this afternoon. Yes, Saturday afternoon with a difference. We've got League and Cup action. The Cup semi-final coming a bit later on and the second one tomorrow. We're here until six o'clock. Between five and six, you get the chance to have your say on the open line. Before that, we'll build up to kick-off. We'll take you through the games. We'll have the teasers. And there's always a bit of random madness that casts itself up on a Saturday afternoon as well. So strap yourselves in. We're here until six o'clock. And uh, stay with us Let's go to Ibrox And get the team news Ahead of Rangers Ross County With Alison Conroy Good afternoon Gordon Yep 150th game In charge for Stephen Gerrard This afternoon As he looks to continue That unbeaten run And of course Move at 23 points Clear at the top Of the Scottish Premiership It's just one change To the starting 11 From that draw With Motherwell Last weekend It's Philip Hollander Who comes in To the starting 11 Both Ryan Jank And Kimar Roof are back from injury and they both start on the bench this afternoon. Two changes for Ross County from that win against Aberdeen at the weekend. New signing Leo Gelda goes straight in to the starting 11 for them. So for Rangers it will be Alan McGregor in goal, a back four of James Tavenier, Connor Goldson, Philip Hollander and Borna Barisic. The midfield three of Joe Aribo, Stephen Davis and Glenn Kamara with Yanis Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos up top. On the bench for Rangers today, McLaughlin Bassey, Patterson, Balligan, Jack, Zungu, Barker, Roof, Defoe and Itton. I've just got the Ross County team so I haven't shaped it up yet but it will be Ross Laidlaw in goal, Connor Randall, Leo Hilger, Callum Morris, Ross Draper, Ollie Shaw, Ian Vigers, Alex Jacoviti, Charlie Lacken, Jason Naismith and Harry Payton. On the bench for County this afternoon, Gardine, Mackay, Hilton, Watson, Charles Cook, Tilson, Donaldson, Andrew and Munro. 
Alex Ray, 150th game in charge of Rangers for Stephen Gerrard What does the 150 game report card look like? Well, clearly you would have liked to have uh, added some silverware Gordon over that period I think when he took over the Rangers at that particular time You know, it was a total rebuilding The, the gap between Celtic was huge And uh, over the course of that, you know, there was some criticism about not uh, getting that silverware But you have to say, this season has been absolutely remarkable The form, the current form is... Uh, Domestically and obviously in Europe, Gordon. So I think they're going in the right direction, and I think everyone at Rangers will be happy with the, the progress that they made. I think that question, Gordon, would feel very different if Rangers and Celtic were neck and neck just now, and then Rangers had already gone out of the League Cup. There would still be that uncertainty about the trophy, as Alex says. But I think yeah. most people agree, as we sit here on you know late January, that, that the trophy is going to come. It's, it's going to come at the end of the season. So th- I guess that that certainly makes the report card look. Yeah, a whole lot better yeah, it's, all, it's all about the trophy But it's all about The most important one And that's stopping Celtic Getting the 10 in a row And Rangers Getting the, the, getting the league um, And that was an important one If they'd have Went on and won the League Cup And Celtic had still won the league I don't think the report card Would be all ticks In the boxes Gordon But you've got to say that As Alec was saying there This season's been Remarkable for them I think From the, the start From August uh, even before that, the recruitment, getting his players in early. He'd done a lot of business in the transfer window. Um, brought in some decent, decent players. Good quality. The bench was full of internationals. And they've just went from day one. Their European campaign is still going. Very strong indeed. You would actually fancy them to go through the next round. So, all good for Rangers just now. If nothing else, Mark Wilson... It's a sign of a bit more stability Given where the club's been in the last few years He's the first manager to reach 150 games since Ali McCoist So that tells you the type of uncertainty or upheaval there's been in the dugout since then In fact I saw Rangers own um, account putting up a stat today That he's, he's the quickest manager to get to 150 games Because he's had to play so many with all the European qualifiers That hasn't even been knocked off by the fact we had a curtailed season yeah. um, So even on that basic level before you even get to What's he won, what's he not won, could he have done better There's a bit of stability there that's been missing Of course, uh, first of all you need to give credit to Stephen Gerrard For turning round the, the club on the pitch But I think a huge amount of credit has to go to the Rangers board Who decided to keep him in the job Now you mentioned their stability at the club At Rangers and Celtic you, you very rarely get two years without a, a return of a trophy But the Rangers board must have sat last year round about the the March time when lockdown was coming and must have been scratching our head thinking, where are we going to go with this? There there was a massive decision to be made in that summer if the league had been completed. Does he stay or does he get another shot? Whatever way they thought they decided, it was wise to give him another shot and he's made full use of it. Rangers have been extraordinary this season. He's turned the club around and it just shows you sometimes when a board aren't quick to pull the trigger... They get the rewards in the end. Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard then ahead of that 150th game in charge. I think John's got a real big knowledge, especially here in Scotland. He knows his players. Um, he's a manager that likes to play football uh, in the right way and he's certainly gone into Ross County and made a difference. Um, fantastic results against Aberdeen. Probably sent shockwaves to the league, if you like, and they also had a big win uh, away at Hibs not too long ago as well. So this is a team that's very capable on the day. Um, they have had mixed results of late and, and they're in a position in the league where I know they're going to be trying to improve on that. Uh, and I'm sure John will be doing everything from his side to, to push that. So this is a challenge we very much respect. In many ways, Alex Ray, is the bench 
more interesting than the starting 11 because there's a predictability about the starting 11 these days for Rangers and but the return of Ryan Jack and Kemal Roof amongst the subs I feel like that's the bit that will draw the, 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 the eyes of the Rangers fans when they look at the team lines Yeah, without doubt Gordon they have been missed I think over the last couple of weeks I think Kemal Roof some of his uh, you know, goals have been terrific He's, he impresses me at the amount of uh, positions he can also play he can come off the, the wider areas he can play through the middle he can play as a number 10 and then you've got Ryan Jack You know, I think Stephen, uh, D- uh, Stephen Gerrard has said that he is pivotal to uh, what Rangers do his professionalism so they've obviously missed him it's, I think for Rangers going forward it's really important to get these guys back up to speed Gordon and you're absolutely right because there's Balogun been left out today then you put uh, Hillander in so I think when you look over the course of the last couple of weeks the bench has looked a wee bit light but now you're starting to see internationals come back in. And for me, that is actually the difference. And again, it goes back to Mark Wilson's point about actually the board backing the manager and then recruitment. It's been brilliant. Gordon Deal, I'm not sure how critical you can really be of a side that's looking to go 23 points clear at the top this afternoon. But but if you were, if you were putting the, the, the microscope right on, you would possibly say that the last few performances haven't been as good as earlier in the season. Is, is that, I mean, well, Pataudry aside, Pataudry was decent, but obviously dropping points last week. You know, a, a couple before like I, I appreciate I am being hypercritical yeah. I just wonder if Stephen Gerrard's keen to get all those guys back and get back to you know a flying performance yeah I, th- I think that's a sign of a, a, a team f- uh, full of confidence Gordon I don't think you're going to go through the season every single game playing brilliantly uh, the most important thing is when you're having an off day get a result and uh, they managed to do that last week at, at Motherwell and I think even Stephen Gerrard admitted it wasn't their best performance They were below par Motherwell took the lead And they still come back And they got a good mm. draw there And you've got to say On the day they got a good draw That's what they're doing Even when they're below par They can still find something To go and get something out of the games Whereas A season and a half ago Two seasons ago They wouldn't mm. have They'd have dropped all three points John Hughes is the man That's looking to spoil The 150th game for Stephen Gerrard I could sit here And wax lyrical About Rangers Because it's right up my street The style of play Proper football. Everybody can look after the ball. Full-back scoring goals. You look at his bench, even on on Sunday there, you know, guys coming off the bench and do, doing the business for them. And that's why they are where they are. It's my style of football. Keep ball, you know. Um, take the sting at the opposition. Uh, plenty of rotations, pace, goals. But it's our job. As a player, it cannot phase you. You have to inspire you. You know what you're up against. You know, you want to test yourself against the best. Let's go to Pataudry There's another big game In the Scottish Premiership There Aberdeen against Motherwell Dave Galloway Thanks Gordon Well it's been a, a pretty poor spell For Aberdeen hasn't it Including a really dire display In last weekend's Highland Hiding At the hands of Ross County Which prompted some fans To demand Derek McInnes's dismissal The Dons are desperate to get back In the groove After just three wins In their last 11 games But despite that McInnes insists They're not a poor team A tough test for sure lies in store for them today as Graham Alexander bids to build on a positive start in charge of the Steelmen who held Rangers to a draw six days ago. And Alexander says the first, uh, the impressive first half performance in that one is the template for how he wants the well to play. Motherwell have won on their previous two visits to Pataudry, including a thumping 3-0 victory back in September. Let's take a quick look at the teams then. Aberdeen, firstly, two changes for them. In come Funzo Ojo and Ryan Hedges. 
out drop Ross McCrory and Curtis Main. So it's uh, Joe Lewis in goals at the back, Andy Considine, Ash Taylor and Tommy Hoban. Midfield, Johnny Hayes, Lewis Ferguson, Funzo Ojo and Matty Kennedy. And up front, Scott Wright, uh, Sam Cosgrove and Ryan Hedges. Substitutes, Woods, Logan, Lee, Main, McGinn, McLennan, Anderson, Campbell and Vertanen. Motherwell are totally unchanged from uh, last weekend's impressive performance against Rangers, so it's Liam Kelly in goals. A back uh, four of Stephen O'Donnell, Bevis Mugabe, Declan Gallagher and Jake Carroll. Midfield, Alan Campbell, Robbie Crawford and Liam Polworth. Up top, Sherwin Sadoff, Devante Cole and Tony Watt. The substitutes for the well today, Morrison, Long-Smith, Johnson, Lamy, Hasty, McIver, McGinley and Maguire. And your match referee here at the gloriously sunny but very, very cold Pittori Stadium, it's Craig Napier. It's always cold, Dave Galloway, let's be honest. Um, it's been another interesting week, Dave. That banner that I referenced, Derek out, it said, hanging outside Pataudry. Explain how the natives feel about this stuff, because the impression I get all the way down here is that everyone else, everyone outside of, of the football club says, what more do the Aberdeen fans want? They finish third nearly every year. It has to rebuild a team. Who could do any better? What more do these Aberdeen fans want? But I feel the Aberdeen fans, Dave, a lot of them, I don't know what percentage, but a lot of them clearly feel very different. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I, I think the pendulum appears to perhaps be starting to turn uh, against uh, Derek um, McInnes. Um, there's still a fair few fans uh, are very much in favour of him, but, but, you know, I would say it is kind of pointing more towards... Um, you know, wanting change um, in the, the managerial hot seats here at Petaudry. I mean, the manager has come in for a lot of um, online criticism from the, you know, the, the, the keyboard warriors, which nobody wants to see. Some of the some of the abuse uh, and the vitriol has been, you know, completely unacceptable. But but certainly, you know, as I said in my, my pre-match piece, there, you know, only three wins in eleven games. Uh, the football has not been great at all earlier in the season. Aberdeen were playing some brilliant stuff. It's not been good at all of late. And, you know, it was a terrible performance last weekend uh, in losing 4-1 to the side that started the, side, the, the, the day, you know, bottom of the league. And I think, you know, Derek McInnes might be under a little bit of pressure if Motherwell come here and get the three points today. It's a very, very important game. But this is one of the games in hand and Aberdeen are in the driving seat to go back into third and, and where else would you expect them to be? That's the counterpoint. We'll delve into that a bit later on in the show but I want to keep going with the team news. We're into the championship for some featured games today. Hearts against Wraith Rovers. Fraser Wishart. Afternoon Gordon. Of course league leaders. Hearts at time Castle pitch looking fine. A bit more snow as you come east and around the ground but the undersell heating's been on. The pitch is, is perfect. My second visit to Tynecastle, saw them play Cali Thistle earlier on in the season and they had to work really hard to get a narrow 1-0 victory and get the three points and expect the same today because Wraith have been decent so far in this season. Home side, of course, seven points ahead at the top of the table but it should be when you look at their squad, they managed to keep most of their key players, most of their internationals or have lots of Premier League experience and they've got a budget that's better than most teams in the country, never mind, in this division. So the depth in the squad means that Robbie Nielsen can chop and change and keep his team fresh and they want to keep that leader, maybe increase it. Dundee drawing last night helps and if Dunfermline draws any more points than Hearts will possibly be out of sight in this shortened season. But Wraith Rovers are a team who've had their own COVID problems. One of the reasons perhaps why championship teams are now having had to test. They had an outbreak that caused them to postpone last week's game against Cali Thistle. And it remains to be seen if there are any lingering effects due to the lack of training with the squad self-isolating. But they're pretty much a full squad 
to choose from. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of the, the players that I've heard of and haven't seen who are making a name for themselves this season. Like so Duku and Tate, who are on the bench today. And Kai Kennedy, on loan from Rangers. Young lad with a very big future, makes his debut today. Been a good season for Wraith since the promotion. And I think they'll give Hearts a really good test here today. As I said, seven international start in this Hearts lineup, 4-4-2. Craig Gordon's in goals. Michael Smith, Craig Halkett, Christoph Berra and Stephen Kingsley at the back. Gary Mackay, Stephen starts for the first time. Andrew Irving, Andy Halliday and Elliot Freer in midfield with Stephen Naismith and Liam Boyce recalled up front. Ross Stewart, Peter Haring, Jimmy Walker, Craig Whiten, Miel Popescu and Josh Ganelli and Ewan Anderson, uh, sorry, Ewan Henderson sorry, are on the bench. For Wraith Rovers, 4-1-4-1 formation. Robbie Thompson in goals. Regan Tumulty, Kyle Benedictus, Frank Musonda and Kieran McDonald at the back. Regan Henry sits in the midfield ahead of him. Daniel Armstrong, Ross Matthews, Brad Spencer and Kai Kennedy with Gozi Ugwu as the lone striker. Substitutes are uh, Jim McDonald, Ian Davidson, Fernando Mendy, Manny Duku, Jack Smith, Dylan Tate, and Ethan Ross. And the referee today at Tynecastle is John Beaton. Seven internationals in the Hearts team in the Championship. That is incredible. Let's go to another of our featured Championship matches. Them Fermline against Air United. There was a pitch inspection, Roger Hanna, but it's game on. Yeah, delighted to say it's game on, but I, I can't pretend, Gordon, this is going to be a clash of two of the informed teams in the Championship. I think both Dunfermline and Ayr are on quite miserable runs of only one win in their last seven games each. Five of those games for Dunfermline have been draws. They really are the sort of uh, draw specialists, if you like. And within that, with now nils one-ones, two-twos, three-threes. So we're just glad to get a game on here this afternoon, I have to say. I saw them have a nil-nil down at Ayr when I covered the game for Super Scoreboard in November, and it was that was a draw that interrupted I should say a run of nine wins in ten it was a, a lightning start for, for Stevie Crawford in the pars this season um, they are still second in the league courtesy of Dundee failing to win at a growth last night but as Fraser said a distant seven points away from runaway leaders hearts Aiden United they haven't played since January the 2nd because of all the bad weather we've had this month but they could still get back into the promotion playoff places with the pars depending on results here and results elsewhere in the championship today as I say they've only won one in the last seven that was against Alloa at the start of December and this is only the second time they've played in 2021 um, just getting the teams here just now give you the air team first I've shaped it up 4-2-3-1 Voljami Sinisalo is in goal it's a back four of Michael Miller Aaron Muirhead Jack Baird the captain and Corian Bada who makes his debut on loan from Ipswich Town today just in front it's Andy Murdoch and Joe Cammers and then a three of Luke McCowan Cammy Smith who's been released by Dundee United this week and signed a deal to stay air for the rest of the season and Tom Walsh once of Rangers and up top it's Dario Zanata on the bench, Houston, Reading, Roscoe, Moffat, Mackenzie, Kerr and Hare Reid just got the Dunfermline team. I don't think there's too many changes. I think maybe just one change from the side. We saw draw nil-nil at Capolo a week past last night. So it's Owen Fawn Williams in goal at the back. Aaron Comrie, Paul Watson, the skipper Ewan Murray and Josh Edwards. In midfield, Ryan Dow, Stephen Whitaker, Ian Wilson and Dom Thomas. And Kel Turner's been recalled. He'll try and get close to Declan McManus in attack. On the bench, it's Mayo... Fraser Murray, McEnroy, McCann, O'Hara, Gill and Kyle McDonald signed just last week from Airdrie. He would be in line for a debut. And I'll tell you a story, Gordon. I think I touched upon it on Tuesday night to you when we weren't, you know, on a commercial break. And this one makes me feel old. Lachlan Cameron, who you will all know, sold Air United a couple of weeks ago. And the new chairman of owner and owner of the club is a man called David Smith. 
who was in my primary one class at Girvan Primary, all the way through school together. We used to go to the games together. I have to tell you, one of us has been ridiculously successful in his career, <laughs> and, and the other one has to make coffee for Gordon Dale on a Tuesday night. Well, I thought you were going for the obvious. One of us has been successful, the other one's just bought air. But no, fair enough, you, 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 you stood down. <laughs> oh, no, I, I can't pretend that, Gordon. Uh, just quickly, Roger, because that's some championship-featured games. It's a shame we don't have any League 1 or 2 football at the moment, but we do have a development on that. The 20 clubs in League 1 and League 2 have all come together. They've teamed up, they've written to the Scottish FA with a proposal to resume playing, a route to playing again. Um, just give us a, a bit of an update on that one. Yeah, and fair play to them and good luck to them, Gordon. It would have been easy for the clubs just to shrug their shoulders when the SFA announced 10 days or so ago um, that they were suspending football below championship level. It would have been easier for them for them just to say, oh, oh, woe is me. But they haven't. They've got together. They have decided that they do have the money, be it money from government, be it money from James Anderson. They do have the finance there that allows them to test weekly the way the championship clubs now do. And they have gone back to the SFA to say, listen, we're ready to meet anything you throw at us. We want football back. Um, there's a great line in the statement last night, just basically acknowledging what football means to the general public, um, how football gives people during lockdown an outlet, even just for a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. And whether you're a fan of a Partick Thistle or a Falkirk, or you're a fan of an Albion Rovers, even even a fan who's maybe getting back to breaking since the mushroom left, they will acknowledge that football for them gives them an, an outlet for a couple of hours during very difficult times. And I, for one, hope that the SFA and the Scottish Government listen to what they've been told by the League 1 and 2 clubs and we get football at least in those two divisions come the start of next month Absolutely, if it can be done safely then we wish them well Right, that's you got team news ahead of the 3 o'clock kickoffs. at this time on a Saturday we always get all the guys involved and we look back on some of the week's biggest talking points We'll do that next Bowie at breakfast On the last show talking about pranks in the workplace Paul had a hidden mic in the bingo while his pal was doing the bingo calling So I was listening to obviously all the callers coming through and then I just went and done a big ripper They thought it was Jeff down the stairs that done the ripper but it wasn't it was me up the stairs oh, poor guy It was really funny Live from Glasgow Bowie at breakfast With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Clyde One. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL, Alex Ray and Mark Wilson are here. We've got the top team all around the grounds. Two big Premiership matches, two big Championship matches. We're building up to the first of the Betfred Cup semi-finals between St Johnston and Hibs as well. So stay tuned. We're here till six o'clock. Going to be... An interesting afternoon, whatever happens But at this time on a Saturday we always get all the guys involved And we look back on the week's biggest stories, biggest talking points Forget trophies, Mark Wilson Forget awards, accolades The challenge for Celtic is to somehow not be our big talking point Of the 25 past 2 slot on a Saturday This was the week which gave us Neil Lennon on Monday It gave us Livingston on Wednesday So yet again it feels like that's still been the biggest talking point in this part of the footballing world this week. Yeah, of course it is. Um, it's hard to get away from it, especially uh, as it keeps rolling on. You know, game after game, day after day, there always seems to be something coming out of Celtic at the minute. And of course this week, there has been loads of talking points once again. But the foot ultimately, it comes down to the football on the park. The fans may be dismayed at what's going on at boardroom level. They may be dismayed at going to Dubai. 
This, that and the next thing But the football and the pitch Is the most important thing And Celtic aren't delivering They showed it again uh, on, on Wednesday night And they are vulnerable At the minute Coming up against any side They are vulnerable And it is a deep concern For the Celtic fans What they are seeing On the pitch at the minute And a large sway of them The majority I would now say Think it's time now for a change And if not now When I said on Thursday night That the board has said That this review That the promise was coming up Before the end of the month Well what is it going to say? I think a lot of fans Don't know really what to expect From what Peter Lawwell And the Celtic board Are going to come out with It's been another extremely Busy week of Celtic fans On this phone in at Roger Hanna And I, I barely know where to begin for, for some it's about set pieces For others it's about recruitment It's about individual players There's Dubai There's Neil Lennon's response to Dubai There's re- the relationship between the club and the fans There's where, where where they go from next So there are so many talking points You can just pick one That, that sticks out for you the most after this week um, Yeah, it is a multi-layered problem if you like um, The season has gone for Celtic The, the season has I can never remember an implosion quite as spectacular as this because I, I take you back only three months to the old firm game at Celtic Park. Prior to then, yes, Rangers were ahead, but, but Celtic had games in hand. Celtic were very much in the title mix. And losing 2-0 to Rangers that day sparked the most calamitous collapse I can ever remember. And the season has now gone. Two European competitions have gone. The Betfred Cup has gone. The league title has gone. I'm far from convinced there will be a Scottish Cup this season. So the simple decision now for the Celtic hierarchy is whether they make change now and by bringing in another manager, do they want that other manager to be associated with what is going on at the minute? Or do they just make a decision that it is going to be change in the summer um, change in the dugout and massive change within the squad that, that that's the only decision now that really has to be taken by the board and, and maybe it will be that maybe it will be change will come in the summer um, let's take time to, to figure this all out it's only January though Roger what, what does the rest of the season look like for the Celtic fans how how do these Celtic fans get excited about the remainder of the season Oh, it's, it's very difficult. You, I mean, you, you can't really put any any positive gloss on this, any positive spin on this whatsoever. You hear it every night in the phone and, you know, increasing levels of, of desperation and despair among the Celtic supporters. And I think part of that is heightened because none of them saw it coming. You know, even in the last, even three months ago, as we say, but prior to that, Old Firm game, nobody could have seen a collapse as spectacular as this. Um, and I think because no one could see it coming, when it did arrive, it has shocked them more, it has alarmed them more. Um, they don't know where to turn. A, a, a lot of you know the callers on the show don't really have answers to the questions that you're posing here. Each one has a different complaint. You're right, some complain about recruitment, some complain about defending set pieces, some complain about Dubai, some complain about players not wanting to be there. Um, Everywhere you turn at the minute, as far as Celtic go, another problem arises. And, you know, yes, it's January, but unfortunately for the supporters, they may need to wait until... You know, the end of July, the start of August, and the start of a new season before they see any shoots of recovery. Uh, Fraser Wisher, let's go back to the thing that made us all interested in this game in the first place what actually happens on the pitch. And I take the point that, that they can all be linked, but you know what? You might get away with a odd decision to go for a, a training camp. You might get away with the random pieces of, of poor recruitment. You might get away with 
Difficult communication um, From the club Or the relationship Between the club and the fans But what will always Underpin all of that Is performances on the pitch And Celtic have got Seven wins in 22 games I think it is What, what have you made Of the performance levels recently? It's been so bizarre To see such good players Just completely Losing confidence And it's amazing When you've got players Who have dominated Scottish football for so long And been brilliant On the field of play And Roger says Just after that Old firm defeat Everything just seemed to go downhill from there on and you know I said in the show last week we were debating about the Dubai trip was it right was it wrong and Neil's come out saying he's not going to apologise for it and etc but in the end it has affected three results because they were without players and they had to play players on Wednesday who who hadn't trained for 10 days or so so they've lost six points Rangers stumbled last last weekend for the first time in what 15 games they dropped points and Celtic weren't there to take advantage of it and that to me was a signal at that point that the, 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 the league was over if it wasn't beforehand. And now Celtic's board have that key decision. It's, it's to do with the, the whole review. Now, if Neil Lennon's asked to stay to the end of the season and he says, yes, I will, then I think Celtic fans have to see what is the plan then. It can't just be left because there's a danger the season then drifts. You know, or if it's going to be the same and it's going to be the same structure with the chief executive and the the, the director of uh, sorry the head of, of recruitment etc then they might look to bring in somebody just now but it's going to be a complete review complete restructure then I can see why they might just want somebody into the end of the season if it's Neil to, to look at things so they can actually restructure it but the, the fans need to see something they need to have an aim because in the end they'll be asking people to put their hands in their pocket in a couple of months for season tickets for next season and again in the unknown whether they'll actually get to a game and at the moment fans are putting their hands in their pockets up and down the country Celtic fans have done exactly the same to help keep their clubs afloat so a real key couple of weeks in my opinion for the Celtic Celtic board of directors to see what the next steps are what direction they take I think that's a great point and I think that um, it should be largely on Peter Lowell's mind and Dermot Desmond's mind is that there's 25 million to 30 million pounds rounded on this if you're a fan at the minute and you've already paid 400 to 600 pounds on a season ticket to watch it at home are you going to put your hands in your pocket if there isn't something enticing you for next season, I think that's a danger. If something's not done in the next week or so, then it will just drift away. I don't think fans will, will pay up front at the end of May or June or whenever they get pre-released. And that's a big concern for Celtic. When you've got a wage bill and you've been affected like every other club in this coronavirus pandemic um, with costs coming into the, the ground, you need to sell your season tickets and to do that, I think Celtic need a full overhaul and they need a big name in the dugout. There will always be people who support their team unconditionally and, and nothing could stop them from buying a season ticket but I'm sure there will be others who fall into the category that Mark and Fraser outline. Again, on the pitch then, right? Because yeah. as dramatic as it's been, I feel like the, the backside has been well and truly kicked out of Dubai and even Neil Lennon's response to it was, was Monday and there's been a lot said Wednesday night comes Celtic lose another goal from a set piece Neil Lennon tells everyone after the game that is 25 from set pieces alone how do you stop that all of a sudden how do you start the season where that's happening 25 times but then you get to January what you, you make a tweak and all of a sudden it stops happening that seems like an, a huge amount yeah it is a, a huge amount Gordon because set plays are so important in, in the modern day game now. and Celtic just seem to gift goals and teams know that The minute they get a free kick Or even a long throw in They just put it on top of the Celtic defence And it causes all sorts of problems I don't think Neil Lennon's got the answer to that I think that him and his coaching staff Now you're not telling me they've not addressed it They must have looked at every single one of them Tried to, you know, mend it 
Try to get people to take responsibility And it happens every single game I think it's not about the past for Celtic It's about the future I think they've got to start looking forward now Gordon, we're 20, what was it? 23rd of January This is a transfer window I have not heard one Celtic player Get mentioned to bring into the club Or leave the club Just now Now but that, what, what does that tell you then? Does well, that, that tell you that there, there is still a genuine uncertainty about what happens with the manager or is, or is that going to change? Or I, th- I think it tells you that they may just try and limp along until the summer, try and get a new manager in and then try and back him with what the players that he wants. What's the point? If they're not going to keep Neil, what is the point of going and getting players? Because we all know right now Celtic need players. You know, it's the fact that the centre-half position and, 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 and places okay. like that. Goalkeeper that people were talking about. Neil Neil seems to be happy to go along with Barkas. That's his call. He's a Celtic manager. But if there's not any interest, if there's not any speculation, and Rogers and the P will tell us more uh, speculation about players coming in. You look at Rangers and now they're twenty three. Can go twenty three points ahead. They're in Europe. There's no there's no need for them to get in the transfer market, and yet they're already doing their business, Gordon. Stephen Gerrard's talking about two transfer windows. It's easier to forward plan when things are going well, yeah, but, though, isn't but, it? But I think Celtic, as as Mark will, I'll, I'll say, an ex-Celtic player, and Fraser's right, when you've got a product and you're trying to sell it, you've got to have something to sell. Celtic fans are switching off from this. And if you think that this is just going to limp on from month to month to month to month to summer comes and then all of a sudden it all changes, then I don't think the Celtic fans will buy into that. I've said for a long time the lack of leadership, the lack of communication from the board. I actually believe that they're actually hanging Neil out to dry at the moment, watching it play out. Gordon, it's excruciating. Uh, you know, he's gone from one pre- press conference to the next, and you know, I- I'm looking at a guy. It's at the end of his tether. So yeah. on, on, a, on a human level, forgetting any of the, the rivalries and all that. Yeah, no, without a doubt, I watch it play out, and I'm saying to myself, this is this has gone too far. Now, whether they remove Neil now. Because they, they have got season tickets in 10, 12 weeks Where they have to renew season tickets Bring in uh, uh, the, the, the McManus and Tam McIntyre Let the rest of them go Because if you listen to the Celtic callers who call here You know, John Kennedy They want him out the door They want Strachan out the door Give these guys it until then And then at least you know what you're doing is You're going to bring a manager in in the summer And then just unveil a name That's going to get the Celtic fans excited Get the season tickets books going uh, in the right direction. But then, you, it, it, I think the best thing that Roger said there was multi-layered. There's so much going wrong. You look at the, the, the conceding goals from set pieces. The players are not taking responsibility. They look as if they're shot to bits as well. You know, you look at the way they're playing. That was a Livingston reserves they played the other night, Gordon. The amount of players that were rested and they still couldn't go over the line. There's serious, serious problems. And, and Roger says they're imploding Alex I think if they were going to you know, Give a McManus uh, or, or something Interim manager They would have done it by now I think they would have Moved Neil along And put them in place But I, I think the job Is too big to, to do that I think the, the Celtic board Are thinking along the lines of When we remove Neil We have to have a guy Coming in the next day But I'll go back to What I said on Thursday I don't think Celtic's As easy a, a sell now As it was once before Where Almost anybody would jump at the job I think the structure of the club Has got to be spot on For a top manager to come in And when you're trying to attract guys From down south Who are used to getting their own way With everything Every little bit about a club I don't know if Peter Lowell's still there That he would operate under Those circumstances That's a big thing for me That Celtic have to get right If they're going to attract a top name Mark, I'm just I'm trying to highlight uh, You know, watching Neil Lennon Going through one uh, disaster to the next 
And I'm thinking to myself At what point is this doing him any good You know his legacy is going from Being one of the best and the greatest To watching him uh, This play out in the media at the moment And for me They have to take him out the firing line Like this cannot continue And you're saying You know if that was the plan To bring people in Well how long does this go on Mark This cannot Mm. continue Okay, we'll leave it there. I'm sure there'll be plenty more during the afternoon and indeed on the open line if you fancy it. 01419511025. Write it down. Give us a call at five o'clock. But we do have big games at three o'clock. We'll go back around the grounds next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Alex Ray, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson are here The top team around the grounds ahead of 3 o'clock kickoffs as well You can contact us all afternoon on Twitter And we'll open the phone lines a bit later on We've already given you team news from Ibrox Let's just get a recap of that with Alison Conroy Yep, the teams here at Ibrox Obviously out in the pitch training It will be Al McGregor in goal for Rangers The back four of James Tavenier, Connor Goldson, Philip Lander and Borna Barisic The midfield three, Joe Aribo, Stephen Davis, Glenn Kamara and it'll be Yanis Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos up top on the bench. McLaughlin, Bassey, Jack, Defoe, Itten, Zungu, Patterson, Roof and Balligan. For Ross County, Ross Laidlaw in goal. It looks like a back five of Jason Naismith, Callum Morris, Alex Jacoviti, Leo Hilger and Connor Raul. Randall, the midfield four, Charlie Lacken, Ross Draper, Ian Vigers and Harry Payton up top for County, Ollie Shaw on the bench, Monroe, Gardine, Mackay Hilton, Watson, Charles Cook, Tilson Donaldson and Andrew and your referee at Ibrox this afternoon is Ewan Anderson Every week, because Rangers are dominant you fall into the trap of trying to build a case for the opposition that's that's just what you do, that's 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 a human nature if you like and you know what, Motherwell did it last week Alex managed to get a point yeah. There's always been that feeling that it's very different at Ibrooks. Yep. Can Ross County do anything there? They're in decent form. Yeah, absolutely. I think they've taken seven points from their last four games, Gordon, which is decent form for Ross County, who are kind of tailed off prior to that. I think Yogi's got them going. I, I said to you before we, we come on the show that I felt as if they'd go to a back five and they'll try and make it difficult. A midfield four and all the show will try and lead the line. So He's got three goals since John Hughes came in. Yeah, a couple of goals and he missed a, he missed a glaring chance a couple of weeks ago as well mm-hmm. from, from a header. But He's, he's, a, he's a player that's in form He's going to He'll try and run Golson and Hollander uh, Down the flank So If Rangers get their game going I think we'll have too much for them I can't build a case for Ross County um, <laughs> Come I, on I, No I can't I, I, I know that You were doing your very best there Alec But not 4-1 not one. victory against Aberdeen he last did, week Alec didn't even believe one word He was saying Gordon So what <laughs> chance have I got um, I, I take on board that They won 4-1 at home against Aberdeen But I also take into consideration that Steven Gerrard's now got the advantage of all these players on the bench wanting to get them on. This, this starting 11 will probably have been told that last week's performance against Motherwell doesn't guarantee you a game every week. You're at Ibrox, uh, Celtic are not playing. The incentive to go another three points, 23 points ahead. So I'm sorry, I can't mm. build a case for Ross County. I'd love to stand and say I could. I think it'll be a very easy, mm. comfortable one for me. Again, we'll do the hypercritical thing, Alex, because it's all you can do with the Rangers lead at the top at the moment. After last week, yeah. could, is Cedric Eaton worth a start at some point? Guys like, you know, there are certain players in the Rangers team, I'm thinking Ryan Kent, for instance, yeah. just plays all the time, every single week. Ever any case to, to maybe look at I think it's to do changing. With, yeah, I think it's to do with the balance of the team going. The only way that you could get it and into the team would be off the right hand side, which would effectively take Hadji's uh, position 
prior to the Celtic game Hadji was one mm. of the informed players So I can understand why he's going in But what an option to bring off the bench Because he brings a physicality uh, Cedric Eaton Then you've got Roof as well So Ali, like, you, you, you're obviously Watch Rangers a lot more Is, is Kent Gordon was saying there Is Kent Merrin That start every week or does it, Now we know he's got Terrific ability We're not doubting that Is it worth a chance of him Maybe just coming Back off the, the pace there's, of the there's no obvious replacement though is there yeah, Not absolutely There's not a, a left sider I think, I think he's, good at Pataudry Yeah I think he's been linked to a couple I, I seen a stat the other day It was doing the rounds He was number one And I did dribbles and things And uh, some of the stats look good Gordon But I actually agree with you I think he obviously, obviously Aberdeen had two assists But I think there's still more mm. to come from him You yeah. know I think that was partly because of the way he started the season You know he was in fire He was driving Rangers forward But He always starts Which will tell you something mm. about Stephen Gerrard Thinks about him yeah, let's hear from some of the other managers We we brought you Stephen Gerrard and John Hughes a while ago Here is Derek McInnes ahead of Aberdeen and Motherwell The evidence is here in the last two games And what I would say is they've um, you know, pretty consistent He gives that um, flexibility to the front three to really rotate and, and do their work and, But it's pretty solid behind that You know, the midfield and back lot really rigid with their work out of possession You know, and you can understand that in, in a team when you inherit a team that's struggling at the bottom end of the table for a bit of confidence, you know, go in and build confidence in the best way to do. Build confidence is obviously clean sheets and picking up results and, and you know, they've picked up two positive results uh, since he came in. So Derek McInnes stayed up against Graham Alexander today? What we did last week won't win us any points this week. We have to restart and go from minute one to make sure it's a, as difficult as it can be for Aberdeen, um, which is... Uh, a real tough place to go, and a, a real good team and good manager. And uh, but we've got a which we did last week. Certainly in the first half, we impacted our style of play and what we wanted to do. And it wasn't just what the opponent was doing. And that that pleased me more than anything. We touched on it earlier on that sort of difference that I and this is just my own perception. People can tell me I'm miles off. But I feel like the real debate about Derek McInnes and his suitability for Aberdeen going forward is amongst the. Is amongst the Aberdeen fans Roger Hanna I feel like everyone else From the outside Down here Looks at the squad That he loses every season And the rebuild And the fact that he's Generally third And he generally reaches Cup finals And, and they see that As being enough But there are Aberdeen fans Who don't Yeah and listen You find that The naysayers are always have louder voices than those backing the manager. You find it with Neil Lennon on, on the phone in through the week. You know the ones who want Neil Lennon out are more vociferous than than the ones who want Neil Lennon to stay. And it's it's the same with Aberdeen. I was speaking to an Aberdeen supporting friend of mine through the week who is pro McInnes, and his argument is simple. Just remember where Aberdeen were 15 or 20 years ago you know I think Craig Brown came in and almost sort of stabilised the club and then, and then Derek built on that good work and took it on but there were times Aberdeen were in the bottom two they were, they were scrapping to survive in the Premiership I think when Derek took them to the League Cup final which he won in 2014 it was the first time they'd been at Hamden in 14 years so he has a long memory and he, he, you know, he almost tries to calm things down while some are pinning bed sheets at the players' entrance, saying McInnes must go or Derek out, or whatever it said. He, he actually has a longer memory and, and, and appreciates the good work that you know Derek and Tony Doherty have done, and realises that you know it, it's not just about one bad defeat in Dingwall; it's about a far bigger picture. Before someone points out on Twitter, we know that that final was at Celtic Park. Roger Hannah means symbolically, don't you? That's what you mean. Getting to Hamden. Yeah, we're hammering for the semi-final. All ah, right, okay. Fair I'm only kidding. I'm kidding you on. I'm kidding you on. Um, right. The when you when you look at the team though that, that Aberdeen 
put out today, Gordon. There's still, you know, the, the perception that, that manages to make its way down here. And, and to be fair, that the form backs that up. But Considine's obviously come in and forces went to the Scotland team. Hedges, Cosgrove, Hayes, Ferguson, Scott Wright potentially on the, the brink of a move to Rangers. So there's, there's a lot of firepower there for Motherwell to try and handle today. Certainly are. Um, you can't complain with the, the squad that he's got. Uh, he's got some real decent players there, Gordon. There comes a time, I think, for supporters that, you know, they're looking at some performances. Um, their, their performances lately haven't been that great. Um, you look at some performances, you look at the manager, he's been there a long time, he's won one trophy. I think Derek's done a, a very good job for Aberdeen, but that's like everything else. Supporters sometimes just would like to see a different style of play or what it may be, or a different management style or a different voice or what it may be. But it's up to Aberdeen board then to decide whether Derek is a man to take them another mm. two, three, four seasons, whatever. What a professional is. you are, by the way. What is it? I think this studio is haunted. Did you just see what <laughs> happened over your left shoulder? No. I think it's a couple of packets of crisps and a newspaper and I watched it they jumped off that, that windowsill I'm serious I never even I watched that. that I heard that right. I thought it was a your end get the, get the Ghostbusters in here I was I, I watched that so I don't know what just happened over there that uh, paper jumped off the I'm telling you I was just delighted you said what a professional I was, I was joking alright okay uh, right where are we that's Aberdeen against Motherwell a couple of our featured championship matches Dunfermline Air Hearts Wraith Rovers um, Fraser the Hearts being in the championship was always going to be of great intrigue this season They felt very hard done by Having been there You mentioned it today Seven international players In the starting 11 In the championship Is remarkable We have Andy Halliday On this show most weeks He, he feels like there's still A bit more to come From them is, there, is it always a bit of a Is it verging on a no win situation Because they simply have to win that division And and uh, people are looking for them To almost steamroll teams every week I think there's a bit of that, but I think you're actually right and supporter right to expect a wee bit more from them when I've seen them a couple of times this year. They've played in fits and starts and not quite dominated the games as they should have done. And Andy and Craig Halkett are two guys who are not those seven internationals who are also in the starting 11. So guys with vast experience and, and that's where I think the pressure's coming from hearts. Usually when a team gets relegated, it's a financial disaster and they have to completely rebuild and sell all their best players. But you're looking at this team, you know, this, this team could easily be playing for hearts in the top four of the of the premiership and probably should be, given given the poor season they had last year. It was unbelievable that they got relegated. But all the chat over the summertime, I was involved with my PFA hat on as well. About you know financial position and wage cuts etc etc. But from somewhere they found money and they found money to sign Gary Mackay Stephen as well. Uh, recently, who, who's still somebody that could offer our Premiership club something as well, but they clearly made him a better offer. So there's money here and they've invested heavily. They have to go up. They will go up. I mean, they'll go up very very comfortably. And just looking at this team, thinking this should be a, a Premiership team. It's a Premiership club as we know. You know, the stands are empty, which is a real shame because every time you come to Tencastle, good or bad, it's a fantastic atmosphere. But if they can get back up to the Premiership in the first first uh, time of asking, then they'll have a strong team to take forward. They're trying to put a case, you're talking about Cross County there, put a case for Wraith Rovers who, who are decent. They've got a good mix of experienced guys like Jimmy McDonald who played here, Kel Benedictus, young Reagan Henry, who was released by Celtic, here good things for him and some players from England. Also Kai Kennedy, looking forward to seeing him, signed his new contract with the Rangers. Saw him play here for another Cali Thistle early in the season and I'm very impressed. What he does all the time is he, he commits fullbacks and he found it hard against Michael Smith who's a very good pro very good player but I was impressed by young Kennedy's attitude just turns on to people goes forward all the time so it's fascinating to see how he's learned from playing against Michael Smith the last time so good game here but I think Hearts will win by a couple Yeah good afternoon in store two big premiership games Rangers Ross County Aberdeen Motherwell two featured games in the championship and the Betfred Cup semi-final to come kick off is next 
The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel, Alex Ray and Mark Wilson are here We've got the top team all around the grounds And the games are just getting underway What is your Aka looking like? It's time, see when we go for the Aka That's when I miss you, Kevin. See, what do you, what do you think he's doing? What do you think he's up to? He'll be, he'll be listening yeah, I think he'll yeah, a glass yeah. of red No, no, I think he'll be having a cup of tea and a biscuit And sitting listening to the show A, a plain biscuit, of course Because yeah, he doesn't, doesn't like chocolate. Eat chocolate Yeah, he'll be sitting right. listening to the show Cheering us on What a nightmare they had, Alex Diel thought it was uh, his turn on the biscuits, right? On the way in, he, he felt he felt like he had to produce, so he's gone in, produce. right? He's, he's gone into the petrol station, and the eyes must have lit up. Empire biscuits, oh. yellow sticker, fifty p, twelve and a half pence per Empire biscuit. You know this guy doesn't pass up the chance, so he's brought them in, proud as punch, so chuffed with himself. Wilson's arrived. He's brought biscuits oh. What are you going to do? So we had to pick We had to look at Sell by dates And all the rest of it Stash some away for next week Because you don't want them Going to waste We've gone for his, his uh, Empire biscuits His knockdown Empire biscuits well, When I walked in the building He went Would you like an Empire biscuit? <laughs> so proud of himself Honestly <laughs> I just Last packet as well oh, I was desperate I was, I was one of the ones Looking about Thinking nobody's getting them Anyway Hugh Evans, If you're listening I'm sure we'll, we'll Stay in touch with you Somehow over the afternoon He almost we had a bit of a disaster last night We couldn't get him dialed up We couldn't oh, get no. him connected He was on the landline oh. We had to call him back Brilliant. in 1974 On the landline And eventually <laughs> uh, we, we sent a guy We sent a guy round and fixed it and he, also sounded, he also sounded like He had the oldest landline In the world as well I was listening at home thought, That sounds crackly I'd imagine him with a big old telephone big The one, one that you dial round the numbers <laughs> That's what I imagine Hugh's got Anyway, I just said that reminds me because it's ACA time. What are you going for this afternoon? You've got four featured games, so add add the the Betfred Cup game on as well, will you? Yeah, you want me to go first? Yeah, okay. That's why I'm, I looked at you. Yep, I'm brilliant. <laughs> I've got a little theme today, so I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go Rangers to beat Ross County because I started my career at Rangers. Motherwell to beat Aberdeen because I bleed claret and amber I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wraith Rovers to beat Hearts Because I'm legendary. the greatest ever goal scorer Ever produced in Kirkcaldy The streets of Wraith Do you, you realise that this isn't about you though It's yeah, just predictions for Air, Air United to beat them for Because I was the greatest <laughs> manager ever To go to the Club de Mar <laughs> And Club de Mar I quite like I quite like playing at Mewren So I'm going for St Johnston <laughs> You do know they don't play at Mewren anymore yeah No I know that <laughs> But right, I played okay, just there checking. Did uh, you ever play there Alec? Where was it? Mewren St Johnston's pitch Yeah I think I played there the other day, yeah. So that's my And if that comes up I'll pay out myself Mark Wilson uh, I'll go for Rangers A draw Aberdeen Motherwell Hearts will beat Wraith Draw them firmly in air And Hibs Will go through to the final Well I've gone the same as uh, Mark I've went for Rangers Draw Aberdeen Hearts 2-1 at home And a draw for them firmly Me and Mark are going the same Okay, uh, you can get in touch with yours How do you see this afternoon's games going? Tell you what, let's set this up nice and early, shall we? Just to give you as much time as possible Let's see what we can come up with The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Who's reading it this week? Hugh Keevans isn't here did I, I thought I did quite a good job last week in the second half one. I've clearly not been <laughs> selected by the hierarchy here because I've not got the piece of paper. <laughs> All right, we'll get you one sent through. Don't worry. 
<laughs> the mailman is on his way. It goes to pot and he's not here. Oh. I've actually got it in front of me, but this, oh, oh, this, 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 this sounds like more fun. On you go. Okay. Since I wish I had some more preparation to read over this first, but anyway, since 2005-06, nine players have played in and won a Scottish League Cup final, whose first and last name begin with the same letter. For example, Gennaro Gattuso. He isn't an answer, by the way. So <laughs> he's, re- he's, re- he's reading this so literally. I was waiting for him to say, open brackets, he isn't an answer, close brackets. Because <laughs> that's what it says on the sheet. Go on, give us it okay. again. You've had a practice since, run. Make since, it better this time. All right, since 2005-06, nine players have played in and won a Scottish Cup league final. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> I was under too much pressure, right? Since... 0506 oh, Nine players have played in And won a Scottish League Cup final Whose first and last name Begin with the same letter There we go For example Gennaro Gattuso But he's not one So give us your answers At Clyde SSB It's just a bit of fun It's the bragging rights That are up for grabs But the aim of the game On a Saturday Is to do it quicker Than everyone else So send us one tweet With all nine names on it And you have to do it quicker Than everyone else The only thing I will say To mark your card One of them One of them it's the name that he's best known as, right? I don't think it's his official first name, but it's the name that he's he's best known as. That's all I'm going to tell you. Right, we've got one of these Ooh. already. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Goal at Tynecastle, and it's for the visitors. Hearts <laughs> nil, Wraith Rovers one. Ugwu on five minutes. It's a dream start for the visitors. Gordon Diel, Yuraka. <laughs> it was picked out of pure selfishness, um, but it might just have got off to a good start. Yeah, you know, a good start. That's a fantastic start. I've got, you know, we were talking about it before the show, and you look at the games and you remember games, Gordon. My Premier League debut for Wraith Rovers was at Tynecastle. Incredible, and I think we were terrific that Did day. Did you win? I think we, I think we lost three <laughs> 0 I didn't, I didn't have one of my usual games. Alex. Oh, hold on, another one of these goal flashes. With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Rangers 1 Ross County 0 Obviously listening to the show Ryan Kent Is he worth a wee spell out of the team Well he's <laughs> just scored you. On <laughs> 6 minutes Finishes from 6 yards out On the 6th minute To make it Rangers 1 Ross County 0 You just gave him the wee the Kick up the God, backside he was God looking for I was, I was just talking about Getting other players in To give them an opportunity where, Like say Eton Everybody's talking about You know I've never I said when I was talking about it That Kent His ability Is, is terrific And you know He's got off to a great start And that's why I said When Alec was trying to make a case Well it wasn't even a case For Ross County I just feel that This has got to be it's got to be an easy day for Rangers And that's not being disrespectful to Ross County I just feel that they'll be up for this After last week's performance against yep. Motherwell The bench, everything that goes with it Chance to go 23 points in front And they're off to the perfect start And there's nothing worse going to Ibrox If you're a team And it's a good header You've got, uh, yeah, It doesn't score many headers no. Not a goal that is, To yeah. be honest, from start to finish Quick free kick, good few passes in there Tavernier once again, it's a different approach he just looked to ball to Morelos Who does well to head a back And then Kent With another looking head Great goal from Rangers Yeah it was well constructed I think Mark's right there I think it's all about The speed of Stephen Davis Taking the free kick quickly Tavernier stands it up To the far post It's a lovely setback From uh, Alfredo Morelos And he just kind of Guides it back over the keeper uh, It's a perfect start It's for great centre forward play Alex yeah, from Morelos Peeling off And we don't usually see him 
kind of tee off. He's not a big target man who would usually do that, but he just tees up Kent perfectly there yeah. with a header. And what a finish! I, th- I think Yogi would obviously be disappointed with the defending. Yeah. Kent, Kent's got all the room in the world in the box, sitting yeah. what, seven yards out, and it's a loop. He doesn't even need to put power in Ali. He just yeah. uh, gets across. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a very very good header, and I think this could be a long day for Ross County. Yeah, I was actually looking at that, Mark. You know the good thing about Alfredo Morelos there, what he does is he occupies the two centre-halves yeah. and they don't do enough to get even near them just to nudge him off mm. and allows him to guide it back to uh, Ryan Kent. Yes, yep. well, I'm waiting in Air United. What do you mean waiting? It's eight minutes past three. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm st- I'll probably get a cash out. Don't get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> He's made of it better pits. <laughs> I'll pay for the biscuits. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Ah, exactly, Willow. Yeah, but what I, I honestly can't believe I went to the supermarket the day and I thought this will this will keep him happy. A good selection of biscuits, and it's the one time he's put his hand in his pocket for some reason. Yeah, because it was a yellow it's sticker a on them. Yeah, but, but they don't finish the story. Have you ever noticed this, Alec? They never finish the story. These guys, because next to those fifty p biscuits. There's a, a big a tin one, of a two one, quidders A one pound packet of family no, circle it's, a, it's two pound Gordon so <laughs> The worst collection nah, that you yeah. can get See, when Traditional I, I, When I went up to pay I, The girl went two fifty I went just make it three <laughs> Beep Well what biscuits did you bring in? Oh well, I got the ones that Roger Hanna brought in The other week oh, so yeah, The chocolate you. chip one Oh yeah, my word Sensational Can't wait at half time Right Rangers are already in front 1-0 against Ross County It's goalless Aberdeen Motherwell Hearts 0 Wraith 1 in the, That's the only goal we've got in our championship matches so far Alex When you try to do that thing that we do before the game And build a case for the yeah. opposition A lot of it has to hinge on staying in the game early doesn't it And, yeah. ma- and maybe giving, having something to hold on to or, or whatever So for Ross County to go a goal down on six minutes it, it makes it a whole lot harder yeah without doubt but you just watch uh, the way Rangers are playing Gordon they're so possession based it's very difficult for Ross County to get close to these players they're popping that about with a lot of freedom uh, and Yogi was just trying to stay in the game not concede another one and uh, hopefully work his way back into it for, for, for his perspective did one of the callers not reference John Hughes and call him the Yogi, the Yogi Bear the Yogi Bear like, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. absolutely that was brilliant. great wasn't it <laughs> I can't even remember the context I just don't remember And speaking of memories uh, From during the week I hope you heard this If you didn't uh, Let me just remind you Because it's, it's got me thinking And it's something I think You lot can get involved with today This was from Was this Thursday night? Not on it No And I think that's for the best I'll be honest Is I, it? I, I really do But <laughs> You sometimes get tagged In things on Twitter Which makes me think That you had a Twitter account A few years ago Is that right? Did you set one up And then uh, never really did anything yeah, with it? Yeah I set one up about Ten How long has it been gone? How long has Twitter been gone? Yeah, I think maybe it was about eight years ago or something uh, yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because like that. it came to my attention recently. Cause <laughs> it just disappeared. Just right. cut, cut down in its prime. Don't worry, I'll finish. we'll finish that clip off because it's worth hearing the punchline. It's like a joke that you just lose it before the punchline. Uh, so where were we on it, Gordon Dale? We were just getting to the, to the punchline, weren't we? For yeah. the best, right, I'll so be honest. All those one account. Oh, 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 don't. All those... One other He's, He only follows one account Oh, oh hold on Right Hold on who's that Now you'd be thinking well, maybe Is it Super Scoreboard so That, that would be, be obvious no, yeah. no chance Is it Clyde One Radio Clyde News Maybe he's I don't know Maybe Sky Maybe Wraith Rovers even Man City Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any guesses at all As t- to the one Twitter account That he follows I'm starting to get worried About this boy You know what I'm scared to say What I think it is So it's, go ahead Katie Price <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, do not. I, I thought it would be along those lines. <laughs> Seriously, we stumbled across an old Twitter account of Gordon DL's. The only it follows one other. It only follows one person. And it's Katie Price He set it up in 2011 I don't even think we need to ask why Because it's a family show <laughs> There's no way we're going down that route But it got us thinking Who's the most famous person that follows you on Twitter? Right, And I'm going to need photographic evidence of this So you're going to need to send us some screenshots I bet there's some absolute crackers out there Who's the most famous person that follows you on Twitter? Because Katie Price will be sitting there going Wow, the Dazzler, I can't yeah. believe it Just what I've always dreamed of So, who's the most famous person that follows you on Twitter? I need photographic evidence So I'm not taking your word for it Send us the wee screenshot and the bit that says Follows you Can I be honest, right? Who's I, yours? I'm, oh, Hugh Evans probably, I'd imagine George, no. George Bowie or Hugh Evans. Um Oh, penalty Rangers Yakovite, the man Who commits the foul in the box And Rangers are going to have the chance to make it two um, I, James Tavernier Was that his last one he missed? Yes he, missed he did one, yeah. uh, He's recently. 9 out of 10 so uh, Is he, he going to go back scored. on them? Is he going to go I would back imagine, on them? I, I would imagine it Before even knowing Yeah he's got 10 Think so? He's got surely Dazzler, got 10 yeah. Oh, yeah but if I was Kent I would take it Because Kent's been brilliant James Tavernier steps up and it's saved Oh my oh, god Right down the middle oh, He's now missed yeah. two in a row He's gone down the middle And the keeper stayed Not often That yeah, happens Keeper yeah. saves it um, And He misses James Tavernier Still Rangers 1 Ross County nil. You're all surprised at that Aren't wow. you Absolutely You'll get you'll get be delighted In terms of You know Obviously not giving away the penalty But he still stays in the game Because at 2-0 After mm. 11 or 12 minutes It's finished Right let's quickly set that up Like I said I'm looking for Who's the most famous person That follows you on Twitter And you're going to need to send me The screenshot to prove it We are one minute into this topic And I don't think we can beat this You know producer Chris The guy that you don't like That used to the work on this guy. show Aye, The wee boy as you call Aye. him He's about 30 year old yeah. And last night was his final night on the show I've seen him in here today Aye, He's kicking about in here as well right? Um, in for your take, his, take his fob off him He say this, that, By the way uh, how, how impressive is this I don't know why I'll need to get the backstory. He is followed by Barack Obama Is he? Wee Chris What? The wee guy that no, they are thrown out the door What a parody account No, nope. the real one And he sent me the proof No yeah, Absolutely I don't know why Goodness knows why But he is followed By Barack Obama He's got to explain that more No, well, we don't want him back in No, we'll I just, I just want the proof So for, for, for a new lot out there In light of Gordon following Katie Price And no one else on Twitter <laughs> who's, the most, who's the most famous person mm. That follows you Right, Alex, we've just seen the penalty back. Yakovic can have no complaints, can he? No, not at all. It was a, he tried to dunder on the ball, Gordon. It was a turnover of possession. Morelos driving into the box, and it's clear. It's a clear cut penalty. Goal scored an opportunity. Well, Mark, do you know the thing is? I thought about no, that. No, no, no. And this is because, the thing because he made the attempt to play the ball. This is a good learning opportunity for he, us did all. He? Yes. You think he made an yeah, attempt to play the ball? Try and get the ball. So but, pure, pure. this is this is a, a learning opportunity. Um, having seen it back, it's not really down the middle tavernier, no. is it? So we'll give we'll give um, Laidlaw a bit more credit. It's uh, I think I've given yeah, you a fal- false advertisement a minute ago. So yeah, it's a decent save yeah. from Ross Laidlaw. Yeah, this is a good learning moment. This from the Aberdeen mm. one last week. Now I know it's frustrating for players a couple of weeks ago. So Ryan Hedges doesn't try and get the ball. He doesn't try and bring Morelos down either. By the way, but yep. he doesn't try and get the ball. He accidentally clips him, and so it has to be a red card. Yeah. Yakoviti sticks a foot out There's a genuine attempt to play the ball He might be nowhere near it But there's a genuine attempt to play the ball And that's why that one is not 
a sending off I, I would actually have to see that again Because yeah. I'm not sure he actually right. makes okay. it I actually how, how, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, we've got another one of these Goal flashes <laughs> With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Aberdeen one Motherwell nil and it's Tommy Hoban It was a free kick headed into the back of the net by Hoban And Derek McInnes's side have the lead So advantage to the home side in that one Yeah absolutely It's a, a nice little start for Aberdeen We were saying the importance of trying to get a win On the back of a protest from a small uh, minority up at Aberdeen mm. The thing is with the Aberdeen fans They're the same as any other fans They get bored uh, at the same things Now no matter if Derek McInnes Has got them third Almost every other season Gets them to semi-finals And cup finals The young I think the younger Generation of fans Just get bored And they sometimes Want a new name That, that can bring them You know Their goalkeeper Passing to their centre half All through the team <laughs> And even if it doesn't Bring success But Derek mm. Two games in, Well uh, It's now A game in hand Against Hibs And he'll overtake them today you got oh, to say The breaking fans Get really bored quickly <laughs> <laughs> well one thing They were always guaranteed goals <laughs> Maybe not at the right end oh, right <laughs> Entertainment boys Come here for the goals uh, So we've got, got some nice Got some goal scoring action To kick us off Ryan Kenton hit the post A couple of minutes ago For Rangers As well as he looks for his second So despite missing the penalty Rangers very much in the driving seat They're a yeah. goal up Motherwell a goal down uh, Tommy Hoban They're so dominant Gordon It's a, a layback by Tavernier And you have to say He's very <laughs> unlucky there Ryan Kent just comes off the post and off hits the, the goalkeeper. Hits goalkeeper out for a corner. Right, we're asking you for who's the most famous person that follows you on Twitter. And see, sometimes seeing that people are just so unwilling to give a bit of credit where it's due. Stuart Mack says, oh, Obama follows 500,000 people. Well, does he follow you, Stuart? Because exactly. if the answer is no, Hi. then you, you'll understand <laughs> exactly. why it's impressive. Uh, uh, shut many, up, Stuart. What are the six billion people in the world? Mm. If you're one of the five hundred, what's he doing following a wee guy from Airdrie? That's what I want to know. That's that's. Maybe the, he wants to be his pal. I'm going to run about wee Chris now. He's been right he's on my right. estimation. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was well chuffed when I, I seen Sean Batty, the Weatherman, follow me. <laughs> Right, that's, 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 that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> what a cool that's well, that's, that's because you're that big cloud that follows you. <laughs> no joke. Oh, I'd love to see that, Charlie. But Alex, how does that make you? How does that? How does that make you feel, <laughs> uh, Alex? How does that make you feel? Because you work with Mark. You work with Mark Wilson, and he thinks that Sean Batty's more famous than you. I'm, I'm absolutely delighted that he's happy that Sean follows him. He's on the telly every day. You can't beat that Okay um, I think we've set the bar quite high With Barack Obama And I'm worried that everything else Is going to fall below that To be honest But the pen Has gone That the Scottish drumming And presenting legend Doogie Vipond Follows him oh, We have that Deacon right, okay. oh, Who follows you Alec Come on You I, must I, have I, a famous one I don't know Be Some footballers maybe I don't know Mark Wilson oh, don't, don't tell me you don't know You do know Alec No I don't, I don't. You put something out there You go I wonder who liked her Come on I, I genuinely Is that what you're doing Twitter well, see, see when you get 6 to 1,000 Daz it's hard to keep up mate Have you got 6 to 1,000 <laughs> So you have He's popular He's popular So we're looking We're looking for I suppose the more random The better right um, Oh John Tierney Is a good one I don't know if there's What the connection is here John Tierney's followed by Andy Robertson mm. I mean Andy Robertson's got One and a half million followers On oh. his own So we'll take that right That's not bad at all uh, What else have we got here Ooh, there was a few that caught my eye. I must have. Oh, St. Anthony's, they've got a few. They say, all right, guys. Uh, but in terms of follower numbers, it's got to be these guys. Man City follows St. Anthony's. Oh, nice. Man City with their 9 million followers follow St. Anthony's. Did they follow your one account, though? With Katie Price? Yeah, that's being a legend the, of the that's club, the yeah. question. 
Well, I don't know. I've not looked. Uh, I think you've got well. to get that up and running again. I they think you've got. No, no, I don't want to see him on Twitter. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> no, I, really I don't, don't even want to see myself on Twitter. Tinder, more like DM Katie Price. <laughs> get, oh. get on, Katie. How's things, Katie? I don't. I don't know what I'm thinking about. Um, what else? Well, we I know what I was thinking about. Scott, <laughs> Scott McGinn please, please, no, please don't do this, right? You lot can't be trusted. That's why I need Hugh Keevens in here to keep you right. Sometimes I don't recognise these people. I'm not much of a wrestling fan, right? But oh, right. Scott McGowan says he's followed by former WWF champion and former GI Joe Hall of Famer Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> follows yeah, I, me. I remember you him. happy with that you one. You don't Mark, remember you? Sergeant Slaughter? No, nah. sure. Big Daddy so. follow you. Big Daddy. Oh, Mick McManus. This is great by the way because I'd, I'd love, I, I need to know why And we never will Because we need to contact the celebrities There's an account on here right Which is At Craig 1872WATP Right I wonder what team he supports <laughs> And he's followed by Britney Spears <laughs> No, no way. How does this happen? What? Britney Oh, ah, I must have been Brittany when she was going through her difficult time and <laughs> shaving her head and all. Thank <laughs> um, God you say Ted. Um, Mick Quinn says he's followed by the Beatles official account. That's quite something. 3.8 million followers. Mick Quinn's followed by them. I hope people aren't making these up. Um, yeah, they've got to be. John. John of what's the name? Jono has gone for Fleur East. No, no disrespect Aye. to our good friend Fleur, but I think I think we've. You know, Britney Spears, uh, Barack so, Obama. Uh, did she win a um, Britain? Uh, no, Britain's good. Um, X Factor. Yeah, she was on. Did she win it? Producer Callum. Nah, she's she good. So. Uh, Barack Obama levels, was she? I, I think we should have. I think you should have ended with the Obama one, Gordon. I, know, I don't I, think I know. <laughs> that. Um, Katie Matthews says, "Go and beat this." I liked one of his tweets and noticed he followed me, John Cena. Yeah, I'm happy with that. That's a, that's a good shout. Can you can you like can you like me Dazzler who that is? More than the wrestling fraternity again. But yeah. he's, he's in a good few films and stuff like that now. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Him to get the rock. That's who I was thinking about the remain yeah. man. Yeah, I know my stuff. <laughs> the rock. Um, right, keep them coming up. I want to see if you can do better. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. We've not. I don't know if we're going to top. Uh, Barack Obama. Kerry Malcolm's followed by Justin Bieber. Mm, not bad. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So How would these celebs sit And pick who they're going to follow They're all Come Dazzler on. They're all managed by people anyway They don't sit on Twitter oh, 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 Hold on a oh, minute Donald Trump does Do not burst the bubble of this con- You don't know that <laughs> Britney Spears might have fought, Went oh look at wee Craig At 1872 <laughs> WATP He's my kind of guy Aye, Fair enough fair So enough. let's Let's uh, play along Yeah exactly yeah. Uh, Right Rangers are, are very much In control Alex Despite missing that penalty Yeah Roscoe had a little Opportunity Gordon But you have to say Conor Golson Recovered very well uh, Snuffed out the danger But it's one way traffic At the moment Yeah Gordon um, Tony Watts had a Good shot On the angle Saved Muddle looking to get back into this one Stephen Robinson His legacy Will not be the cup finals he reached But will be that, that stat that he gave us That if you fall behind You've only got a 10% yeah. chance yeah, Of winning a game yeah. In a premiership But um, Well I, I hope that starts wrong uh, Because Mother will certainly need the points Gordon Ross County certainly need the points So I don't think they'll get any this afternoon But if Mother was going to get something With Graham Alexander New manager I watched him against St Mirren First half Very good but interesting, the two games that they've played under Graham Alexander, they've taken the lead. Yep. They've how they respond now. How they respond to this now will be interesting. You see it? You can think you can come back? Oh yeah, I've got them down here. Yeah. 
I'm still confident, Alex. Still a long way to go. And Tony Watts there, and he can get a goal. He's, he's due. He's due one. Bit of a shame. Stephen Lawless, who's just been signed, came on last week. Um, he's picked up a knock, so he he doesn't make the the squad today. Um, Sure, there'll be plenty of opportunities down the line for him, but also Graham Alexander would have been keen uh, to get him involved early doors. So 1 0 Aberdeen at the moment, Tommy Hoban with the goal. 1 0 Rangers, Ryan Kent with the goal, James Tavernier missed a penalty. All right, then, how many in a row do you miss before he comes off them? Because he did it before. He was he's, yeah. Listen, overall, he's got a very good penalty record, but he takes a lot of them. Rangers get yeah. a lot, he takes a lot. And eventually, there became that spell where he went off them, and then no one could score. And then there was the high profile Morelos one. How many. Yeah. I think I'd be disappointed, Gordon, with uh, today's effort. You know, normally he's very assured. He wraps it in, and it was a bit tepid. Mm, you know, Penalty, Wraith Rovers. Oh, what a terrible. chance to go two up, and Craig Gordon saves it. Oh. Craig Gordon produces the, the save. The importance of a good goalkeeper does. No, the importance of Wraith Rovers had a top class striker. You're two nil up at time, but you're good self. Exactly, Mark. Thank Did you. Did you take penalties, Daz? Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally, if I'd scored three, I'd let somebody else get the glory, um, <laughs> which was quite often. So yeah. you must have. The, he bores us every week. The only only person that's ever saved one was Theo Snelder. Snelder, yeah. He was average, aye. Yeah. How, how he got it? How we got to, to this day I still don't know So a lot of penalties Been missed then We've only mm. got Four featured games James Tavernier's missed one uh, Craig Gordon saved one as well Big um, save Gordon so isn't it? When you think about it you know, Because Rafe Rovers Started the season relatively well Good options up front Could make all the difference It's a good question though With Tavernier Gordon I mean how many uh, Does he get another go Or is it unconditional Does he just keep going Because uh, he never, sh- What do you think Alex One more Me, I, I would imagine another one Maybe he come back off it For a little bit But because he's so assured he's, He scored 9 out of mm-hmm. 11 um, But again uh, Again it will reflect Something on, on results Gordon Because if it's costing you yeah. You might go oh. Uh, oh, And would it depend When it is For instance If they get one today I, I feel like he probably Won't take it Or I think he oh, would I think he would yeah. take I think it as, would well, as well yeah. Just to make amends And then it, it, it cements him For the next one But I showed when he went off right, them, next, next next week uh, then If they were to get one next week is there, is there more chance That he comes off them Because it's so soon I think he'll get Like Alex says one Another more. goal okay. um, But I, I threw up all sorts of bother For Rangers when he came off them yeah. Good players in good form Stepping up They couldn't do it either um, But you know I think it would only be a blip but To be fair I, I, I don't think his penalty was as bad as the boys made it. Oh, I think it was a good save for the goalie. Come on. I think you've got to give the goalie credit. <sighs> Dived the right way. No, he, fe- he fell and f- made his way towards the ball. There's but, a very niche club which is the penalty taking fullbacks union. And Mark yeah, Wilson and yeah. James Tavernier are the only two members. I was part of it. Yeah. Graham then, Alexander used to be in it, but he, yeah. he stepped down. He, he was brilliant Yep, was it was it Graham Alexander? It was brilliant. One mm. one of the fullbacks yeah. played with Scotland never missed. Yeah. David Unsworth Preston. as well. Yeah, David Unsworth he's, never he, missed. He ran for a halfway line, Willow, didn't he? Aye, uh, a big winder. Uh, right, keep them coming in at Clyde SSB <laughs> on your most famous person that follows you on Twitter. I need photographic evidence. I'll give you some clues on the first half teaser as well. I don't know what what Cootsie is up to. I don't know if Cootsie's some sort of football legend, but he's followed by Chelsea, Bayer Leverkusen, and Roma. Ah. It's good going mm-hmm. I told you that I need proof Because Milo Laurel I'm also Famous is great But I like the kind of Left field ones yes. Milo says um, Cheryl Ferguson Who played Big Heather For Easties Follows me 
<laughs> Any EastEnders fans out there I know who ex- exactly um, But I need, no, I, I need the, There's no photograph on that one There's no I, picture Just I as well Sorry. I, think, I think that could be number two for you Dazzler You're, you're nice I need, I need the proof I must admit on that one So let's Let's see what you've got um, By the way the, the Wraith Rovers penalty Fraser Wishart says it was a good penalty Regan Henry Craig Gordon's a good keeper isn't he Full yeah. strength Touched it onto the post I think when you look at a goalkeeper as well When you're taking a penalty Same you've got a guy of that stature you know, sometimes you think, oh, what a presence that is. I think it could be daunting at times. Um, a Queen of the South 2, Morton nil in the Championship, Aidan Fitzpatrick. It's a mm. great start, and that, you know, all that means is that George Bowie comes in here in a bad mood on the yeah. GBX. Mm. Can I tell you something? I've been doing a lot about paint in the last couple of days, boys, and uh, I've been listening to the GBX 30 years of dance tunes. Top, <laughs> top draw. It makes me work double quick. I was going to say, it must be rapid. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a room in 10 minutes. <laughs> well done. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Rangers 2, Ross County 0, and it's Philippe Pilander back in the team. He has headed home a Borna Barisic corner, and Rangers now are very comfortable midway through the first half. Rangers 2, Ross County 0. Yeah, always good to get the second goal, and we're being a set piece. Is it any surprise when you've got Tavernier? At one side supplying the ammunition for the first goal Barisic on the, the other side Supplying Hollander for the second Is pretty much how Rangers season has went uh, this year so far They're so pivotal Mark to the way the Rangers set up You know you, you look at them When you get into a particular area The deliveries are so good You know you've seen that for the first one with Tavernier It was just a little stand up And he's obviously picked out Hollander for the second Yeah we always say that And we said at the top of the show Alec That how important in the modern day game set plays are yeah. And Rangers score a lot of goals And they score a lot of mm. goals And create a lot of chances for set plays Because of the quality of the Delivery ball. You know the delivery from the And as Mark said there about the two fullbacks They're, they're absolutely brilliant at it And they've got another one And you could honestly say As much as it 2-0 Everybody talks about the next goal So important But there's no way back already for Ross County If you're Yogi You're looking thinking Right what do I do here If I try and open up a little bit We're going to take a real sore one or do you just sit nice and tight and hope that Rangers come off the, the pace of the game because they've been excellent so Right, far? Mark Wilson, mm. remind us of the teaser. We've been neglecting it oh, recently. Oh, we're there to find it. Oh, okay. Sacked. <laughs> Any tune? No, just read it. Just okay. read it. <laughs> Since 05 06, nine players have played in and won a Scottish League Cup final, whose first and last name begin with the same letter. Okay, let's do some wrong answers. The only thing I'm going to. I'll give you one I'm giving one away right because there's a bit of an argument going on and I don't want to waste too much time on it but Virgil van Dijk is on it his second name van Dijk begins with a V Virgil van Dijk he's on it don't bother don't bother arguing with me about that because we're right and you're not I guess <laughs> that's all I can say <laughs> Virgil van Dijk uh, I'm just looking at producer Callum he made up the question so oh, he, he's, he's a disaster no 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 that's fine just, I'm just clearing up that he's on it um, right let's get some wrong answers out of the way I saw one from Stefan Skepovich is he on your list Mark Wilson? Uh, no he isn't forgive me I've missed out who it was but you, you, you won't miss your shout out too much since it was a wrong answer um, Christopher Wren has gone Chris Commons Now his first name Begins with a K His surname Begins with a C I'm afraid uh, So we can't have that um, What else Do you know what Most people are getting them right Actually Not everyone's getting all nine 
Um, <laughs> Do you know what makes me laugh? Me and him are laughing at that guy. We do this every week. Ah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just happy somebody else. Oh, brilliant. Mick O has gone Basil Bolly, but we're way off on the time frame there, yes. aren't we? Oh. Yeah, Basil left. Bolly, what year was that? 90 early 2000s. Uh, early 90s. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, uh, unsurprisingly, no Basil. I don't even know if it, did he win the League Cup either. I don't know. I can't remember. Mm. Um, he's not on the list. That's all you need to know. So keep them coming in at Clyde SSB. It's a race, so you have to get in there before everyone else. The nine players who've played in and won a Scottish League Cup final, whose first and last name begin with the same letter since 05 06. Mm. Do you know what? The, the, on a sat- this show takes on all sorts of. Different avenues on a Saturday You know People get in touch I've had a few Wanting birthday shout outs today I don't even know If that's something We really ever do But then I feel like Kind of guilted into it So I thought Well you know Why not If you ask If you ask you get There is no dedicated section But why not Um, Lily It's her birthday tomorrow And she's going to be Eight on Sunday Her favourite Rangers player Is Alfredo Morelos And she's from Irvine So seven and a bit year old Lily from Irvine Happy birthday tomorrow Happy birthday, Happy birthday um, Lily And I like this one Because it just shows you How you lot are worldwide that, That's the Global the, the, the Global glo- Global superstars you lot um, Chris has been in touch He lives out in New Zealand And he's mate Ian Milne from Ralston He's out in New Zealand With him They listen every day And he's even taken into account The, the time difference here He's gone His birthday's Sunday the 24th But if you mention it on Saturday That'll be Sunday for us anyway So there we go Ian Congratulations Have G'day. a good day mm. On your birthday There we go out. Anyone else New Good day New Of course Z- you can go day. out in, a, in New Zealand can't you They yeah. can actually go out And celebrate it Unlike us just now yeah. So Good point ah, Enjoy yourself Yeah Must be exciting in New Zealand Listen to us Fair play to, <laughs> fair play to Milo Milo's given me the The confirmation That Cheryl Ferguson The, the actress from EastEnders Does indeed Follow him on Twitter I'm going to go back to this We've been great fun on this one You're right liking right. that Ah oh, it's brilliant Honestly um, but I will read this first Because how often does this guy Curious Creatures Produce the goods Every Yeah Now the reason That we started this topic Was because Gordon DL Follows one person And one person only On Twitter We discovered it recently And it's Katie Price mm. And Curious Creatures says There's nobody famous follows me But I just do daft rhymes I'm not a well known pundit Though I wish I was sometimes The Dazzler follows Katie It had us all in fits Because we all know what he wanted Was to see her massive Twitter following That's <laughs> 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 oh, one of his best ones yeah. Do you know what I'm, a, so I'm a worried though I wonder at what point Curious Creatures phones up And says look Going to pay me for these exactly. Going to stick me in a retainer Because every week He should write a book yeah, he's yeah, he's has, he has written books oh, has yeah. I've got one uh, We gave one to the Dazzler For his, uh, his, for his granddaughter Yeah It's absolutely fantastic what? For his granddaughter Yeah It's a children's book oh, She, didn't, she right. didn't like that one That was in about Katie Price But the rest <laughs> of them's good Scott says the Specky Tube Follows him Hugh Keevans Do you know the only thing Right I'm not Scott I don't mean to take it away from you But I'm not sure he really knows Who he does and doesn't follow I'm not entirely convinced He knows exactly what's going on With that But take it while you can um, I think that's the best way Best way to put it Right Anything else happening At the games No you have to say That Rangers are absolutely Pressing life We, we spoke about Performance levels beforehand You know We credited Rangers A couple of weeks ago Against Aberdeen Come off the pace a little bit But they're on the front foot And they're overwhelming Ross County at the moment it's an ideal game for Rangers yeah, Returning to Ibrox You can see everybody wants to get in the ball They're working well off the ball You know, pretty simple stuff I used to enjoy Alex Playing games like these Where you get a couple of early goals yeah, but, You know, and you're that far in the title You can relax And you often play your best stuff When you're in that kind of mood And it's shown just now You know, 30, 
33, 34 minutes in for Rangers I Pretty comfortable I seen a stat a few weeks ago Two weeks ago uh, That Rangers score in the first half 76% of their games Dazzler I was impressed with that Yeah you've got to be I think everybody goes to Ibrox Especially um, And John will have the, the same game plan By the way they've set up Is to try and keep yourself in the game Alec yeah. Try and do Maybe even a marble Snatch a goal Try and defend with your lives Try and get out of there with something But See if you lose an early goal We've all been there. Soldiers joining it. Oh, it's a, it's the longest and the two clocks. There was nothing worse than you lost a goal in the first 15, 16 minutes and you kept looking at the clock. It was like looking at a calendar. You know, you're just thinking, get to half time, get to full time, let's get out, mm. let's get a nice night. Uh, Motherwell <laughs> are on top at Pitodre. Tony Watts hit a shot off the inside of the post and into the arms mm. of Joe Lewis, so they're certainly pushing. Uh, I think there have been claims for a penalty up there as well. Motherwell feel like uh, Ojo handled the ball in the box, so we'll get a look at that one later on, no doubt. Um, having said that, Aberdeen felt aggrieved at a challenge from Liam Polworth. A decent game for Dave Galloway just good for Dave to get a game on mm. eh? I mean he's every game he goes to seems to get postponed so yeah, yeah. I'm just delighted but, he managed to, to get the, a game on but the weight that he's put on is incredible because he eats every time I see him on Instagram he's eating that guy I've never seen anybody that eats as much as Dave Galloway <laughs> right? loves a wimpy oh I love it yeah. <laughs> here's what I got today a wimpy <laughs> right, drive through about 10 minutes <laughs> I've no got a car 10 minutes to go <laughs> Until half-time whistles in the games around the country Hearts still trailing at mm-hmm. Tynecastle Could have been two, but Craig Gordon saved the penalty Oh, oh. hold on, we've got another goal Goal flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Rangers 3, Ross County nil, And it's Joe Aribo He's another one I saw discussions during the week, Alex, on social media about do we need a bit more from Aribo? Has he fallen off it a little bit? He's curled one into the back of the net and now it is seriously comfortable. This now could be a real doing for Ross County with 37 gone. It's 3 0. Yeah, he brings a, a kind of different style to the Rangers midfield. Earlier on in the season, he played with like Jack Davis. This guy brings pace, power. He's honestly, he's trickery and he, you know, when he drives at people, does he's so unpredictable. He can go left, he can go right. Uh, I like him You know he's still Learning uh, the game up here And uh, you know He's been a good addition To Rangers And don't forget He's been out for Several months As well with, with, with injury So another goal Easy street now For Rangers Yeah I, I, I do believe And I said it earlier Alec And I know that Rangers Probably get out Of our part Last week Looked at their performance Now also for these players You look at that bench now People coming back fit Once our feels back there's a lot of still a lot of important games coming up for Rangers, especially in the European campaign. Everybody wants to play and you want to play every week. So if you're not performing, then you know that you're going to be under severe pressure. And you've got to say, it's a good, a very good goal from Sensational. a Sensational. Mark, goal. you talk it through, mate. How good is that goal? Well, he's, got the, he's got the ball in the, almost a the corner flag. Looks like he's going nowhere. Beats one, jinks inside another. And you think, can he really beat Laidlaw from there? Curls it into the far corner What a goal But the, you know what's the most impressive thing Alex About Rangers this season The spread of goal scorers yep. You look at the, this afternoon oh. In this first half You know you've got Kent You've got Hollander Aribo You go mm. back to last week You've got Eten uh, They don't rely on one individual What a goal it is from oh, Aribo If that doesn't feature in the conversation On Monday night Alex When yeah. you and Hugh Keevans Pick your goal of the weekend Then something special will have yeah. to happen At Hamden uh, today or tomorrow 
um, because that that will be up there. It's top draw, Gordon, and, and as Mark says, he's coming off the byline. And again, I always go back. I always say this to you, Gordon. When opposition players allow people to come on, and I get that people drop Strong the shoulder, you, they allow them to come back onto his left foot, it, yeah. overcovering that side. Now, but, but you can't take away for that. His that first skill. touch in particular, the Ross County player doesn't just it doesn't does, see it coming, does he? But surely you've got to know the players you're looking against. But listen, I take it on board. But what an unbelievable drops the shoulder to to get the trajectory and the curl from that kind of that that area for bylines tremendous. What a finish. Uh, so Rangers absolutely cruising 3-0 up against Ross County Aberdeen nil, Motherwell 1 But Motherwell uh, giving it a good old go Getting back into the game Hearts nil, Wraith Rovers 1 And Dunfermline nil, Air United nil In our other featured championship match We're asking you on Twitter Who's the most famous person that follows you? And we've had some brilliant answers on there I must admit King Eddie This is King Eddie's got a great um, bit of variety here He's gone Sarah Jane Dunn Not someone I was familiar with Apparently that bird from Hollyoaks And that's according to her She's put that in her bio That's not my choice of words um, And James Arthur He says There we go Is that is Another name factor Yeah I mean we're not We're not We're not talking Obama here By any mm. means But it's, it's not bad uh, Jolly Boy John says No one famous follows me I'd take Hugh Keevans uh, Or Gordon Duncan Or even Gordon DL um, or, or worse he says Hugh Keevans or Gordon DL And do you know what Jolly Boy John's definitely Going to get followed Because he's the guy that went to the charity shop and bought the Mark Wilson gear. I'm sure oh, it is. You oh, should is follow it? him, yeah. Mark. Ah, oh, he sounds an interesting chap. <laughs> Just to see where your tracksuit with the journeys like. He's getting it. Yeah, he's, uh, as far as hobbies go, you know, <laughs> charity shop charity shopping shop. for ah, your listen. for your tracksuit is is right up. Can he beat it? All for charity. Do you, know, joy, boy. do you know who cannot slag people's hobbies? Who? Him oh. through there. You know what he's been out doing this morning? He's got really into feeding the birds in his back garden. Dude, there, there's he's something not right with he's this guy big, He's got a big... He's got a proper... <laughs> there's a problem with he's him. He's got a proper birdhouse coming, but it's not arrived yet. So he's even... He's settled for a temporary structure he's gone for, just the pole. And he's been out with his wee balls of fat, or whatever you call them. Fat and balls? <laughs> That's well, what you he, he just left up his t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had some of that. <laughs> That'll keep you going oh, through the winter. Steady, steady. But he's, he's, he's been... <laughs> Out feeding the birds this morning. 100%. I, 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 this, oh. See that show? It never lets you down. Because I didn't know it was called Fat Balls. Fat Balls. Right. I didn't know Alec, that. Did you know that? Alec, this guy put on Instagram, he's standing apart with about 300 birds doing pigeons, the toilet all pigeons. over the Pigeons doing the toilet all over the top of him. This guy, there's a, there's serious problems. There's a, there's a lot of people have followed uh, the, the do's, the pigeons over the years. You know, Lambie used Lambie to have loved these. Them. Yeah, yeah. He, big, he was, big Duncan Ferguson. Mark, Mark's more of an amateur, though. He just. On his spare time Doesn't, doesn't Listen I don't I, I don't exclusively Go for pigeons I go for <laughs> Any of the birds <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm not joking I've got one little bird That comes every morning oh, And no. sits outside The, the door What so kind does it Mark? Oh. It's a pied wagtail Oh, right, okay. What? Well, do you know the thing is, I have, a, ro- I, I have a robin redbreast. It comes out. Oh, that's every more your common. Day. That's yeah. more your common bird. I've got one that comes in sits out. No, 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 absolutely not. Mike's off. There we go. All three of you gone. You've overstepped the mark, as always. Can't be trusted. You, you pushed it right to the limit with the fact that Mark Wilson gets his fat balls out in the back garden, and then you sh- overstepped it. So there we go. I've turned all three of your mics off. On a, a 90 second ban And I'll put them back on uh, In a minute Once once you calm down Once you behave yourselves Take a good look at what's going on And realise this is a family show uh, Rangers are cruising 3-0 up against Ross County Hearts losing at home to Wraith Rovers Motherwell 1 down up there at Pataudry Roger Hanna 
is still looking for a goal between Dunfermline and Air United. Um, let's round off the teaser just in case we get any late goals in the first half, Mark Wilson. So I'll play your dramatic music for you. The first half teaser with Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Okay, since 05-06, nine players have played in and won a Scottish League Cup final whose first and last name begin with the same letter. The answers are Fraser Foster Yes Scott Sinclair Virgil van Dyke Don't know how that works <laughs> Mark McCausland Nacho Novo Stephen Smith yes. Carlos Queller Bobo Balde And Dion Dublin there we go, well done If you got them right Thank you for taking part The podium looks like this RJ Demon, you were the third fastest Well done uh, Mikey in second place Well done to Mikey But the winner A bit quicker than everyone Was Jay McCormick Those three are veterans Of the teaser I well think Well done boys That's a great some of those names, so, uh, Well done well, By the way, the second half Who am I is a cracker I think So yeah. we'll wait and see uh, We only got seven there Didn't we? Seven That'll be That's right No chance Never <laughs> Did you get Bobo Baldi? The Dazzler did Yeah No way Yeah <laughs> Not a chance No, no way What was his What was his, his first name Bobo Baldi Bobo <laughs> <laughs> Dian Bobo Yeah well okay That was the one I that said That was the one That was yeah, the That's how we got it It was too easy what he's, uh, what he's known as There we go mm. uh, Right okay Are we getting any late drama In the first half It doesn't look like it At the moment do you know what the great thing about this is? I'm, I, I'm beyond caring if we get any late drama. <laughs> I just want to go back to Twitter or Mark Wilson's fat balls or whatever. I'm, I'm not really not bothered at all. Mm. Um, what else have we got on here? Mr. Liam of Edinburgh is followed by. claims to be. This, nah, this can't be right. Who? Is he's followed mm-hmm. by Donald Trump. Oh. Do you want to be followed but by. Donald him? Trump only appears to follow 46 people and he's trying. And Mr. Liam's trying to claim that he's one of them. Nah, surely he's, not. Oh, you don't want followed by him. Surely not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. We'll need Stewards' inquiry into that one. Uh, Declan's followed by the Liverpool, the official Twitter account, and Glenn Higgins. I'm so, Glenn has got the worst one so far. No Aww. disrespect. I've been here before. We've we started with Barack Obama. We've kind of worked our way down. Glenn's telling us that he's followed by Glasgow Airport. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on, Glenn. <laughs> Have a word. Uh, right, it's half time at Ibrox. Alison Conroy. Halftime at Ibrox, it is Rangers 3, Ross County 0. Rangers running riot here against Ross County and they also missed a penalty as well. It was Ryan Kent who had them 1-0 up after just 6 minutes heading in the opener after some lovely build-up play. James Tavernier's free kick then went over the bar. Before Rangers were awarded a penalty, Alex Jacoviti bringing down Alfredo Morelos in the box. Upstep James Tavernier but it was saved by Ross Laidlaw. Ryan Kent then saw his effort come off the post before Philip Holander made it 2-0 in the 28th minute rising highs to head in Barna, Borna Barisic's corner kick then it was Joe Aribo in the 37th minute he collected the ball from the corner flag he beat two defenders and then curled it in to the top corner for 3-0 then just before the half time whistle Yanis Hadji had a chance which went just over the crossbar so Rangers in control here at half time it is Rangers 3 Ross County 0 No complaints Alex Ray it obviously could have been 4 because the penalty miss um is the obvious one where, where Rangers yeah. could have added to it and they're comfortable. Yeah, without doubt. As I said earlier on, Gordon, it's wave after wave. They're very much on the front foot. Half time up, Pitodre, Dave Galloway.
Half-time Aberdeen won Motherwell nil after a pretty even start to this one. Aberdeen went close with Hedges Curler from the edge of the box, narrowly past the post. The home side went ahead after 15 minutes. Kennedy whipped in a lovely free kick from the right-hand side and Hoban rose highest to head home. It was nearly 2-0 as Hedges thundered a drive just wide from outside the box, but Motherwell hit back strongly. Watts burrowed into the area and his shot from a tight angle was well saved by Lewis. Cole also had an effort saved. Gallagher couldn't keep Keep his header down from Polworth's free kick. Then Watts pounced on Ojo's error, drove forward impressively and cracked a nice drive off the inside of the post, but it uh, rebounded into the arms of Lewis. Motherwell also had a penalty claim turned down after an alleged handball by Ojo as they finished the first half on top. But at the interval, it's a good game here. Aberdeen won, Motherwell nil. It's also half-time at Tynecastle. Let's get the story of that first half with Fraser. Hearts nil, Wraith Rovers one Wraith deservedly ahead, an early Gozu Ugwu goal, but it could have been worse for Hearts as Craig Gordon said, a Regan Henry penalty midway through the half, and to be honest, you wouldn't have denied Wraith that lead because they've been excellent in the first 45, they started really brightly and the goal came in the fifth minute, Hearts failed to clear, and then swinging Dan Armstrong corner from the right hand side, and the ball fell to Gozu Ugwu, the clever back heel, the big Englishman found the back of the net from six yards, right back Regan Tumulty excellent during the whole first half, overlapping continually, he fired in two low cross or right across the six-yard box, scrabble clear by Craig Halkin, won him almost an own goal as him and Craig Gordon stood to watch the balls that drifted just wide. Hearts had taken their time to get going, the pedestrian possession, they had a few corners, putting pressure on Wraith who defended really well. Liam Boyce then missed an absolute sitter and a Naismith cross to the back post. Uh, Boyce with a free header and he missed the ball completely and that was the best chance for Hearts in the first 35 minutes, a real struggle for them in the last third, Jimmy McDonald in the Wraith goal didn't have a save to make until the 38th minute, Gary Mackay Stephen cutting from the right hand side but his shot was comfortably saved by the big goalkeeper, Masonda and Benedictus in the centre of defence for Wraith Rovers, absolutely dominant so a bit of thinking for Robbie Nielsen at half time really poor first half performance, no tempo to their game and they're against a well-organised Wraith Rovers team who have been very, very dangerous on the break. A really interesting second half ahead here at Tynecastle. Half-time, Hearts nil, Wraith Rovers 1. And it's half-time between Dunfermline and Ayr. Roger Hanna. Yeah, Dunfermline nil, Ayr United nil. You made the point five minutes ago, Gordon. I was still waiting in a goal. What you didn't know was I'm still waiting in a meaningful chance or a save from either goalkeeper. It's been a very disappointing opening 45 minutes at East End Park. It actually mirrors the 90 minutes I saw between these two clubs at Somerset Park earlier in the season when it finished goalless. Um, part of the issue is that they both play 4-2-3-1 formations. They sort of cancel each other out. A lot of bodies in the middle of the field and not really a great deal of support for either centre-forward. Declan McManus for the host side or Dario Zanata for Aid United. There's been plenty of interruptions, a lot of niggly little free kicks. Referee Don Robertson keeping on top of it all. There was a bit of treatment as well for the Fermland centre half Paul Watson midway through the half that delayed things. The Fermland started bright at Ian Wilson a couple of occasions down the left hand side. Decent deliveries into the box, but there were no takers. The Fermland just not getting enough bodies into the box to try and reach Wilson's deliveries. At the other end, Luke McCowan is as air finished the half in the front foot. Luke McCowan got a glimpse of goal from just inside the box but he couldn't direct it the right side of Owen Fawn Williams post and that really is as much goal mouth action as we've seen we can only hope for much much better in the second half than Firmland nil United nil OK we'll do a full round up of the half time scores next Scottish football's league leader this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 
half time in the three o'clock games round about the country. We've only got two Premiership matches this afternoon. Rangers three, Ross County nil at the break. Aberdeen one, Motherwell nil. Our two featured Championship matches. It's Hearts nil, Wraith Rovers one, and it's Dunfermline nil, Air United. Nil. Uh, don't forget we do have the League Cup semi-final The first of them coming up a bit later on We've got St Johnson against Hibs So we'll look forward to that In the second part of this afternoon's show um, What else have we got? We do have other games down in the division that I haven't mentioned to you Queen of the South 2, Morton nil Would be the only other one Inverness and Alloa was postponed And of course, sadly, League 1, League 2 And everything below at the moment um, suspended at the moment as well So Alex Ray The big game in this part of the world Is Rangers-Ross County And so far it is routine What does that mean For the second half Do you turn to Cedric, Eaton, Ryan, Jack Nathan, Patterson uh, Potentially Ryan, Jack And Roof Possibly Gordon Just to get, try and get them some minutes uh, Under their belt It's a perfect opportunity To uh, to do that uh, I'm looking who else Possibly a bit more Eaton Just maybe a bit more uh Game time, Gordon, maybe one of the younger guys as well. You know, you've got Calvin Bassey, maybe rest uh, one or two. But um, I think he's got options, Stephen Gerrard, but they're in such a comfortable position. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I seen uh, Ryan Jack come on at half time. Yeah, he's got the luxury. The game's over with. They're no way back for Ross County. Um, I don't know, Alec. I think he'll probably wait till the second half starts. 10, 15 minutes. Make sure the boys, I know it's half time, get a real good warm up. Get them on Get them some game time He's got plenty of options In the bench I've seen this happen uh, Recently when uh, Hamilton went there uh, Rangers were comfortable At half time And he put Zungu On at half time Just to just to give him The, the minutes that he requires And uh, as I said I wouldn't be surprised He'd done it again uh, Aribo's goal Is obviously The standout <sighs> Sensational Honestly what a finish it is he, he skips past two players But he still has a lot of work To do to kind of Kind of curl it Into that far corner It was a brilliant goal I, th- I just think Rangers have been at it today yeah. You know And Ross County Under uh, Yogi Hughes Came there with a game plan Look let's try and stay in the game See the minute you lose a goal In the first five, six minutes You know it's going to be a long, long day You have a feeling for how The game's going to go Rangers are looking sharp They're up for it They're you know, they're hungry for the goals And o- only for a penalty save It could be worse It could be 4-0 just now so I think Stephen Gerrard And the one thing that he's always said at, When he's leading at half time Make sure to get out there and do the same again Hungry for mm. goals, keep going Don't take the, the foot off the pedal It's going to be another long 45 minutes for Ross County And in that other Premiership game It sounds like Motherwell could well get themselves back into it Gordon, that will encourage Graham Alexander But you know that doesn't, that doesn't count for much Unless you can actually go and do it yeah, but one um, 0 is is okay, Gordon. It's not it's not the greatest, but signs of encouragement there. Tony Watt coming close. At least they're creating chances. I think they've got the belief in them now that they can score, and that's the most important thing. Um, they'll need a big second half because if you look at if you look at their next uh, game, the next game I think is up at Dingwall against Ross County, and that's going to be an absolute cracker. Two teams down there fighting relegation. If they could get out there with a point this afternoon. I think Graham Alexander would be absolutely delighted But cannot afford to lose a second goal Yeah, the, the, a shock on the cards if you like uh, If we can call it that phrase I wish it between Hearts and Wraith Rovers We spoke about it before the game There's that expectation that Hearts almost win every game And the reality is it's a bit more difficult than that Oh yeah, I mean Wraith Rovers really impressive You have to give them credit first and foremost Gordon very very well organised But not just sitting back You know, they're defending well Neesmith and Boyce have hardly had a sniff from Benedictus and uh, Musonda in the middle of the back 
the back two there. But in midfield, excellent. Regan Hendry, ex-Celtic lad, and Kai Kendi on loan from Rangers. Really good. And uh, Regan Tumulty as well. But for Hearts, just too slow. Too slow in the ball, too ponderous. And you've seen it happen in Castle before, and then the fans got on their back at half-time, and then they roar them forward in the second half. That's not here, so the players are going to have to do something. And I don't know what Robbie Nielsen can do off the bench. He's got, uh, he's got like, Jimmy Walker, Craig Whiten. He's already made a change. Popescu's come on for uh, Berra, who tweaked his hamstring, so he's only got two more options to, to do. So I think Hearts are in a bit of danger here. If they don't start this second half well, then Wraith Rovers will grow in confidence yet again. And uh, they should be two up. And the penalty save was brilliant to Craig Gordon. Really good full-length diving save to tip onto the post. But uh, you couldn't have denied uh, a, a really... Denied Wraith Rovers that 2-0 lead if that had happened so yeah interesting first 15-20 minutes of this half Hearts have to start it well start it real high tempo OK second half's coming up next This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard